Hi guys, my name is Annabelle and I'm here with my sister Dina. Hello everyone. And today uh, on Candid Conversations, I'm about to turn 28 in a couple of days. So I'm going to give some tips of what I have learned so far in my 28 years in this planet. Great. So stay <laughs> tuned. <laughs> So I'm about to turn 28. The big two eight. I know. I, you already turned 28. Well, I'm 29 now. You're 29. Yes. How was your 28? Like, how did you? Um. Well, I think 28 was the year that I became more comfortable with myself, and I knew what I wanted and what I was looking for in life. So I think as you get older, the picture gets a little more clear of how you want your life to progress. So I think 28 is definitely the year that it, it all became more clear to me. I love to, I love getting older, so I don't have a problem with that. But I think each year you have a new lesson under your belt. So. I think 28 for me was because when I was 14, our first nephew was born. Oh, yeah. And I... Like, I vividly remember this counting, like, okay, when he's my age, when he's 14, I'll be 28. You know, and it's like, it seems so far. Like, I, when I was sitting there thinking of, you know, I was a freshman in high school, I'm like, that's like forever from now. And now that I'm like about to be a couple of days and he's going to turn 14, it's like, oh my goodness, I didn't even think about it yeah. that way. It's like, wow. Time literally has not only flown by I mean obviously there's been a lot of changes in my life but it's like it's crazy that we I mean in 14 more years he's probably gonna you know have a kid or oh my something. goodness so it's like crazy to think it that way but that's the way I think it was because it was like we um you know it was just like the four of us and we didn't have cousins around us really so I think this was the first time we had like an actual baby around so it's like all that excitement of being a teenager and becoming an aunt, an aunt and you know now him like having like girlfriends and being a teenager himself <laughs> it's like that's interesting because we're not parents yet but we have gotten to see the children get older like our niece and nephews have are getting older and it's interesting for us to see that perspective as an aunt but also as someone who's been there their whole life yeah, because I think, like, them having their kids, either... Our sisters having Yeah, their our kids. sisters having their kids has been, like, the best birth control. Because it's, like, <laughs> I've seen everything. You know, we've seen them be babies and then, like, them be little brats to now going through their teenage lives, yeah. obviously. So, it's, like, I think for us, I mean, I don't plan to have kids any time in the future like we like very close future but of course that's something that's back in my mind but it's like I've I've seen it all with them and kind of seen their parenting skills and even as an aunt I think they come to us for certain things like our, obviously the 14 year old nephew is has like you know he's going through dating in high school and like activities and you know, I've always tried to be really open with them. Like, I want a really close relationship with my nephews. And, 
you know, I'm always like very supportive of them, like whatever they want to do in life or whatever they're thinking. So it's like I push that with them. I think a little too much. So why don't you, when you go through your list of your advice, kind of talk to your 14-year-old self at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gosh, because it's like the 14-year-old self. I don't even know what she thought about. When you like, go through your list, like okay. this is me talking to my 14 year old look at my sister taking control of the podcast (laughs) and turning it all around me but okay so i think this is like the one that stuck out the most and this is the first one i would start off with um i put to stop giving a damn about what people think of you and if i told my 14 year old self that it's like over your head when you're 14. Well, goes, I think I would be like, hasn't changed. You know, it's still <laughs> something that you're going to struggle with for a long time. I mean, I think I've, the older I've gone and the less I have cared as much. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, there's stuff that you're going to... Someone's always going to judge you no matter what you do, no matter, you know, what you say. And especially, like, putting myself out there and as a blogger, as a podcaster, as a video, you get trolls. I mean, I haven't had that yet, thankfully, but it's I'm barely starting off. So I have a very small audience, which are compo- compelled with my friends. So them, they're very supportive. So obviously they love me. So they're going to leave nice comments. But, you know, I'm putting myself out there. So like to put, have a thick skin and being like, okay, you know, with putting yourself out there, it's going to come back with people are going to have good things to say and bad things to say. Good criticism and bad criticism. So my 14-year-old self, I think, cared a lot. And um, I know we talked about last week on our podcast about it was Father's Day and we opened up about our dad. I mean, obviously, if you haven't heard that, go listen to that. But, I, you know, it kind of goes to that of where, like, my 14-year-old self was so... In high school, I was so, like, involved in the social aspect of it. Um, I had one of my best friends, Simone. Uh, shout out to Simone. But, like, <laughs> me and her were so, like, crazy. We would just, like, always, like, have jokes. Like, with her and me, we were always laughing. Um, and, I mean, there, there was things where I think, like, I would judge other people as a 14-year-old self. Like, oh, my God, you know. Especially, like, high school. You're, like... High school, the biggest thing, I wonder if this has changed, is who has slept with who? Because our, our body's involving... Really? That, at that age? I think maybe not at 14, but you know that... Like, as, as you get older. Yeah, you know, that was like a big thing. I mean, people's like sexual life was very like... Everyone kind of knew about that. I'm like, I don't... Going back at it as an adult, it's like, who What's gives a What's a judgmental damn? environment? And all, and it's almost like a peacock environment where you're like, this, this is what I have. What do you have? And what do you do in school? How mm-hmm. active you are and all the events. So I think school is a very judgmental environment. So I can see why you're, you telling your 14 year, your 14 year old self is don't care what other people think about you. Because the less you worry, the more your life is easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, my thing is like, I want to, but when you're dead, I don't think it's going to matter. But I'm like, I'd rather live a life of me being a true person and being true to myself than being fake as hell. Like, I think if I can die and be like, okay, you know, no matter what, I might have F that relationship up, but I was true to myself. And, you know, there's times where I think I want to say stuff, but I'm scared of hurting people's feelings. So I just sit there and I'll like shut my mouth and just (laughs) listen. Or people like are mean to me and I'm like, I'm still nice to them. But then I think that goes back and that's later in the list. So I shouldn't (laughs) jump, you know, to that one. But that kind of goes to where like, 
you know, I I am caring less about what people think of me. I mean, obviously, I do take some things personal. I do. I am a very like in in like I'm in but touch with my feelings. I guess are you trying to say you're not going to let it affect you as much? I think as you get older and that's something that I have learned the less you care what people think of you the more I think you can live your life you know I think the the more that you look at yourself and and say like I'm doing the best I can but it's not good enough for this stranger or this person I mean that I mean judgment like stereotyping goes to a whole nother level but I'm talking about like someone who actually knows you mm-hmm. and you know might tell you they love you and then turn around and talk crap about you or you're like I really want to change my hair, you know, but I'm afraid. I want to get bangs, and I'm afraid people are going to hate it, you know. And it's like, try it. Like, you know, so it's like, I think that as a 14-year-old self, I think that was a bigger issue back then than I would say now, but it still haunts me. You know? And I, I think you're right, because the older you get, the more you feel like you can freely express yourself and the things you want to do and who you want to be. For sure. So you're more comfortable and more confident in being your true self. And that is... Very true. Like, yeah. I think the older you get, the more confidence. And that's... I, I did write a blog post about confidence because I'm like, I think you grow up as Which a, you've always been very, in my opinion, but very confident. I, I think I've been more, like, so outgoing and having care with people. Like, I remember I would say the dumbest things, especially in high school, just to make people laugh. <laughs> like, I think if it's like, I'm going to... My goal in life was to make everyone laugh around me and yeah. I'm like I thought maybe I thought that I was gonna at be a comedian at my own expense yeah mm-hmm. like I would say stuff that sometimes it's like I probably shouldn't have said that like that was probably dumb of myself <laughs> but whatever people laughed so so I think the second one is a huge one unfortunately because it's a necessity <laughs> money um I think growing up since we didn't have money and we weren't educated about money, I think I saw money as like the root of evil. I still think money manipulates a lot of the humans. Like I think we we drive ourselves for money. I read this quote that was saying like, I don't understand the men, like um, humans. They're like, they work themselves or they, they give up their health for money. So, you know, they work themselves to that death for money. And once they lose their health, they give up all their money so they can get so they healthy. can get healthy. Wow, that's insightful. Yeah, so it's like it's so backwards, but it's true. It's like we, especially like starting off my career. You know, I'm still young in my career. It's like I am driven by money. I'm like, okay, you know, if this opportunity is going to give me more money, or is, can mm-hmm. I be making more money in this place, or if I change careers, it, would I make more money on that? Um, and it and it took a, a long time for me to realize. Like I. I think it was on my uh, first job my coworker told me you know what do you, what's your view on money and I'm like I really haven't sat there and talked and she's like mm-hmm. if you think money's bad then that's the problem so I like listened to this podcast that she recommended and it was kind of saying like you need to look at money as a good thing and like change mm-hmm. your perspective of money so I think like I have kind of changed how I view money and that has helped me not only to save but my thoughts of like going forward because unfortunately you need money to survive. So do you see it as more as something that you need to sustain your life? Is that how you view money now? So I view money like a couple of different places. I view money as okay I, I have the liberty to do whatever I want. Like if I have money in the bank I can you know go and live my life mm-hmm. to the fullest. Okay. 
obviously I love money as a necessity. I'm like, I need to have an emergency fund. I need to make sure I have, you know, enough savings for an accident. Like, so all of that, I mean, even retirement, like I'm, I know I have a long way before retirement, but I'm like, that's something that's back in my mind already. And the third, you know, it's, it's like, what am I going to be helpful if I'm poor? You know, I'm not going to be able to help people or help causes or do things. Or so donating, more. you want to give back. Not even donating. Like, I think, like, just be able to help someone. Like, you know, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, donating, sponsoring. I mean, even adopting, like, or, you know, have pets and dogs and you know I obviously want farm animals at one point in my life having a a big land to be able to have that um or you know just be able to to have that liberty to to like if I'm not going to give at least be able to educate you know um about money and have that money to be able to do that so so yeah so two is I think it's been an eye opening and if I would tell my 14 year old self it's like you're going to need money, first of all, you know, so it's like money's important for that, but don't be afraid of it, you know, embrace it, and don't, in which I have it, I haven't let money, like, um, how can I say, I haven't let money, like, become my You're not greedy. Well, not greedy, but it's not, like, to me, like, materialistic stuff, like, I don't need a big house, like, I don't need a nice, like, if my car is... Which I think the smartest advice that people give is live below your means. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even, like... Or spend... Or what's Well, live below your... Because Warren Buffett, that's... I mean, I watch a documentary about him, and, like, his daughter was, like, people wouldn't know that my dad was a billionaire because like we we lived a normal life and i'm like that's beautiful and even and if you don't have it don't spend money like you do have it so just be more conservative in the way that you spend in your habits and i think that's probably the smartest advice that anyone could get for the longest i was waiting tables putting myself through college so that really sucked because my friends you know or my you know my sister she after high school she got a like a you know, job and she, I think you at one point were making more money or making good money where I was like still in school and like, you know, I couldn't really do a lot of things my friends were doing because I was working like these and serving jobs and either I was, you know, crappy server. I didn't make that much money. I mean, I made enough to pay my bills. Um, so finally, like I think the last two years, I'm, I'm graduated. I started my career. I'm able to save money. But that's even the mentality, because even when I was serving, I had money in the bank that I already paid my bills, I could save it, and I would still be like, oh, who cares, you know, I'm going to spend it. You know, I want this, Mm -hmm. I'm going to spend it. Mm -hmm. But now, even if I'm sitting in, you know, a good savings account, I think as I'm broke, like, I'm like, okay, I I have a budget. you have to. Yeah, but I think that that takes a long time. Oh, yeah, it takes a lot of practice. To, like, get yourself in that mentality to be like, Savings is savings, and um, you know you can't touch that. And this is your spending. And you know, someone invites you to this trip, and you're like, you know what? I don't have that in my monthly budget. budget but then you're yeah. like, I have that in my savings. Like, should I dig in here? And then you kind of have to slap yourself in the wrist and say, No, that is your savings. That is your monthly budget, and this is where you have to live. So that's kind of like you know was it did you read is it what is it it is living below your means okay so it it is like so that's that kind of goes hand in hand with that comment so yes money (laughs) um 
Okay, so we do a, well, I have done and I've posted about a moon ceremony. And I know the mm. first one, you were there and our friend Holly was there. And I think we all had one thing in common. And I think it was that we all get anxious about the future. Yes, that's true. So I, you know, I think planning for the future is good because that's the other thing. Like I'm living in the present, but I'm always thinking two steps ahead. Like, okay, you know, I'm like, I need like three million to retire. Like, okay, when I retire, is there going to be money? Like if we have kids, like how we're, so it's like, I'm my, (laughs) and it becomes a bad cycle of what if, what if, what if scenario Mm -hmm. when all you need to worry is focusing on this moment that you're in because the present is fleeting, Yeah, you know? So yeah, I agree. I think anxiety um, or just really worrying about it is what makes it bad is worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or focusing on what happened yesterday is the big factor and not allowing us to live our present moment. I think like, for sure, I. For me, it's like I. I mean, it's not even anxiety because I know people who have anxiety, and I. I feel like I shouldn't even compare it to that because I don't have that. But it's more like this feeling like I'm not doing enough. Like I'm like I, I need to be saving. I need to be like working. I need to three, five, eight streams of income. <laughs> like I'm just like I need to be doing something now, and um, so. That's something, obviously, my 14-year-old self did not give a crap about that. I think the last thing she was thinking about was her future. So, I doubt, like, the 14-year-old self, like, she didn't care about that. But the 28-year-old self does care a lot about that. But I need to come back and tell myself, anxiety is not going to help. Worrying about it is not going to help. I mean, obviously, it's all working steps. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I think someone wrote on my Instagram, Instagram page, like, um, emotions come like waves like they come and they go and they change and they're o- always changing and you know I've never heard that perspective I'm like you're so right like everything in this world is up and down everything like economy politics like everything goes up and down goes up and down your feelings go up and down mm-hmm. so that's what I'm gonna say I'm like I'm probably gonna have years where I'm like so good and we're able to like you know I'm able to save and I'm able to make a lot of money and then I'm gonna have down years and then you know I'm gonna have so it's like that's normal but I need to be able to like tell myself like when those moments are happening like don't even it's be okay. anxious like cause, yeah and just accept whatever's gonna happen like because I think right now it's it's good so it's like, I don't know, my 20 year self is doing great. So it's like my 20 year self needs to be like, calm the heck down. You're doing good for yourself. But what you're saying is not to worry so much about things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. Right? And just to focus on where you're at in life right now. For sure. Is that what you would tell your 14 year old self? I mean, like I said, my 14 year old self wasn't thinking. But I mean, if I'm t- I like think if you're going back and giving your 14 year old okay. advice. So I'm going to tell my 14 year old self that <laughs> eventually you're going to give a crap. So eventually learn how to cope with that anxiety and that always worrying because it's going to, you know, it, it's not going to help. It's not going to help. Every 14. Every 14-year-old doesn't know. Like, no. They don't care about mm. your opinion because their opinion is important. They're, know? I mean... And they're, and it's not their fault. It's just where you're at in life at that time. Um, what would you say your next piece advice. of advice is? So my next advice is don't settle. 
So I believe in life we all settle for things um, that we aren't either unhappy about or we just don't really, it doesn't bring us any positivity or growing moments. Uh, I think we try to settle not only our jobs, our relationships, routines, uh, things because they're either easy or you know them. Um, Obviously, I think some are harder than others. So... My, thinking about my 14 year old self I definitely settle I think I definitely was like okay whatever with if this was easy I'm gonna do it I really didn't think much about that mm-hmm. um but that's something I think growing up I have changed obviously like one of the biggest things for me was because I did work so hard um in my college years and working these serving jobs and like working a lot and going and working two jobs and going to college uh I was like I'm not going to settle in my career like if I'm unhappy I'm going to try to find what makes me happy and obviously some people like you know say that you need to you know stay with the job or a company for longer than a year two years three years but if you're not happy in that environment and it's not a, a one that you feel it's a growing experience, I totally understand why you would want to change that. And at the same time, you're at a point in your life where you are trying to find the right fit for you. I think another big one's a romantic relationship because there's people or there are relationships and you know, I've been in a relationship I'll be seven years this year. It goes, like like I was talking about emotion, it goes up and down. You have good years, bad years, bad moments, good mm-hmm. moments. Um, so it's, that even that, you kind of have to look at it as an outside person and be like, okay, what is this relationship bringing me? Am I still, you know, growing? Am I still happy? Because happiness might, one day you might feel happy, the next day you might feel sad. You might not love that person one second and then love them again. I know like a lot of relationships, either stay in their relationship because they have kids or they stay in a relationship because they're like, okay, you know, it's it's just easy. It's it's there. It's within their comfort zone. And not saying that those people either tend to cheat or tend to look for that boy somewhere else, but I think if you're not true to yourself in that sense, then it's hard to come home to come and enjoy your home where you're like, I'm not even happy in this relationship. But then yet again, I'm like, there's people who've had slumps and then come out and they're now old sitting retirement. They're like the best. Mm -hmm. And whenever one of them passes away or they both do at the same time, it's like heartbreaking. So I definitely think that we have to be conscious of like, you know, there's going to be times in your life where you're going to be settling but you have to kind of look at it and be like, what am I selling, settling for? What outweighs the settling? I agree. And I think um, that was my, when I was 28, that was actually the biggest lesson is that I was looking for a partner at that time. Or actually, I decided to stop looking for somebody at that time because I knew that if I was just more patient, then I would find somebody that I could be more compatible with. And I wasn't going to settle for the first person that came up and, you know, held a conversation or showed me any sign of interest. I was looking for my better half or somebody that I could just have a good um, integrated relationship with. So I I agree. I think at that at this time in our lives, we realize we don't want to settle for 
um, romantic relationships or even this job here or friendships. You don't want to settle for those things that are not going to grow you as a person. And I think that's the best thing about being in your, you know, later 20s is that you learn that, you what you want in life. Mm-hmm. And that's smart. I think that yeah. that's, you know, it's such a good point. So don't settle. <laughs> don't settle. Uh, so the grass is always greener on the other side. But then you're like, you get into the other side. You're like, is it greener? <laughs> I guess, you know, either we're... But that's part of being a human is you want to be progressive. You want to keep moving on. We do. We do. And it's like, we don't want to go backwards. We want to go forward. So, you, you know, the host of Cosmos? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Okay. yeah so, I Neil. <laughs> I think they asked him... Well, they asked him if he believed in God. I think he answered that. But he... One thing that, you know, he said was that one thing we like about life is that we are always like changing you know like we throughout our life there's always a chance to grow there's always a thing to change there's always something we can like do different than we did in the past yeah we can always become better and that's that shows how humans mm -hmm. are progressive like progressive um creatures Mm -hmm. i mean we can always come better and sometimes it's like we make a lot of mistakes and obviously those mistakes mm-hmm. suck at the moment but then you know obviously one thing I always look at is like those mistakes were necessary and they're those, learning yeah and imagine I'm experience. 20 I'm 28 and I haven't thankfully haven't made any huge mistakes that have cost me like lot, either lots of money or lots of time or family or members relationships. or relationships but I, they're gonna come and like with a with a lot a lot of fortune comes a lot of stakes and if I want to take those I'm gonna have to you know take those stakes when it comes to that and you know I might make the wrong decision but definitely like don't settle and don't don't care what if you're gonna you know make mistakes because exactly. they are a progressive they are a learning decision um so actually this is I didn't even write it down but as we were talking this is a really one that I has stuck out to me so, and I mentioned a lot of what people have told me throughout my life. And you'll probably hear that moving forward in a lot of my podcasts. Like, things will pop up, things I either heard or people have told me. Um, and this kind of ties back with this. Uh, I was working at a sushi restaurant. And there was, like, a sushi chef. And he was just, like, he's, like, a, a he wasn't, like, fluent in English. But he did understand English. And he was talking to this old white, you know, white male, Caucasian male. And it was funny to me just because I'm like, what does this young Latino have in common with this older Caucasian man? And I remember the men just sat there and they were like having conversations. And when the men left, I went up to him and he's like, you know, he was probably like 28, 29 at that point. I was a little like in my early 20s. And he was like, that's the problem with youth. I'm like, well, what does he mean? He's like, y'all don't sit there and listen to older people. And that, like, stuck out to me because I, you know, I don't consider myself a smart or wise person. But one thing I do do is I listen to people. I'll, as much as I love to talk, I sit there <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I'll listen to people. And especially, I'll ask questions. And, like, you know, someone's like, I love that about you because you ask questions. And I'm like, yeah, I ask questions. And I'm not afraid to look uneducated or dumb in certain topics. 
because I'd rather do that and learn. You might not know what that person's saying and then Google it later. But I always think like landing in your conversations are so important. Like human mm-hmm. connections to me are extremely important and I have gotten in where I am in life because I have appreciated those moments, those conversations. So one thing I was, when we were in San Francisco this past, like three weeks ago, there was a lady sitting next to me and she was actually waiting for her husband because he was taking like a business call. And like, okay. And I don't really, like, sit there and usually... I'm not the one to go up to people. That's why, like, networking events are really hard for me. Mm -hmm. Do you... Have you gone to those? No, because I am an introvert. And so it's hard for me to get out of my shell on a big... Where there's many people. I do better one-on-one with people. And I would say that, too. And Mm -hmm. I'm good when it comes to someone sitting next to me or in the same room as me. I'm more easy to go talk to them. But networking, for some reason, that scares me so much. Like, having the guts to go up to someone and trying to sell yourself. But it's funny because I'm sure the other people are experiencing the same thing that you are. They're in that same environment where they also don't know how to go up to somebody and network and... There's some people who do great at it. So I'm sure there's a lot of mixed emotions. Well, I think I think people who are business people, I, I bet there's some that are introverts. That <laughs> they are like not very outgoing. And then now they have to put, you know, to be a good business person, you have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And then they like learn how to network. But I... The main thing that I that people do, I'm sure, is what you were saying, is listen to what others mm-hmm. have to say more than contribute in the conversation where you're just talking consistently. Just stop and listen to what that person is actually saying. And I think it's a good idea to ask questions, just like you were saying. Um, even if you don't know what that means, I have no problems with actually asking questions. I'd rather ask a question. Um than to try and figure out what that was later. So I'm more open to asking, if there's a word that I don't know, I'm like, what does that mean? Or if there's a saying that I've never heard of before, well, what is that saying? What does that even stand for? What does that even mean? Um, but I think that's smart, is to listen to people and ask questions and engage. So that's probably the best advice that you could give of yourself, anybody now, and yourself as a 14-year-old. Yeah. Because, I mean, going back, to, because I do get distracted a lot, going back to the San Francisco, is this woman who's waiting for her husband, and we just talked, and I haven't done that, I haven't been in a club in, like, a long time, but it was nice to just, like, meet this stranger and talk about her life, and eat it. it's like that to me is very, it's very nice to be able to just communicate and talk to people and have a, a, a conversation, so... Mm-hmm. Just listen and make conversations, guys. (laughs) My last advice would have to be to just care. I think that's the word that I'm thinking of. Just give a damn of the world around you and the people and the animals and everything, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm a huge empathetic person. I think I someone can come to me crying and I think I can start crying because they're crying. It's, I'm a huge, like, I drive by emotions. Like, a lot of my decisions or feelings, I let my emotions sometimes take over. 
Um, and I've been burned in the past because I have put myself out there or like, I'm like, I'm going to lend a hand and then get burned by that because, you know, the other receptive person was probably didn't need my help or were kind of rude about it. So I'm like, why, why did I even put myself out there and offer to help? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I became friends with someone that was not in a stable place and show signs of not being a good friend. But I was like, well, they're, they're suffering. Mm-hmm. So I would put myself out there. And I'm not going to lie, like all those experiences I have make me want to go backwards. Like I'm like, I shouldn't, like I shouldn't give a crap about people. Like I shouldn't give a crap about like, why am I trying to put myself out there and help people or put my, you know, be helpful or, or try to lend a hand when people are going to be a-holes to me? Like, why am I doing that? That I don't understand, like. I'm I'm the one doing that. I'm put I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting myself in these people's like feelings and feeling their feelings when I shouldn't. Uh, but I think that that's kind of goes like I don't want to give that up. Like I love that about myself, and I love that I can either influence people to care because you should care. I mean, there's enough people in this world that don't care that they're so selfish that they walk around. It's like it's all about me. It's whatever. It's my road. Granted, yeah, I'm going to say 89% to 90% it's Annabelle's road. It's what Annabelle <laughs> wants. It's what Annabelle needs. Uh, but there's times where I have to put myself behind and put myself for that person, for my siblings, for my mother, for everything, you know. And it's there's times where you've been burned and those times suck. And then you're like, why, I should, why am I nice? You know, I even say like, I hope I don't turn into this grumpy old woman because I'm like, I've been so nice my whole life. I can be mean, you know. I hope I don't. I hope I'm an old nice lady. But it's it's. I think it's very important that, you know, to give, to care, you know, to care for the future. Like, to care for the future of these kids that are being born. To care for this world. To try to recycle. Try to be more... Um, aware of what you're putting in your hair, what you're putting in your skin, what are you putting out in the environment. What you're eating. What you're eating. Uh, the, what that person's suffering. Like, you know, it's like the eyes that don't see or the what it, the biggest thing, ignorance is bliss. You know, because we don't, we're, we don't live through that. We don't put ourselves through that. Then why It's hard care? for people to make the connection of it. And we're very connection driven. Buddha is one of the things is like he taught was to have compassion and it's really hard I'm not going to say it's not it's I still at times should probably have compassion for people that I'm like haha karma you know it's like what that moment I probably should be like that person you know feel compassion for them mm-hmm. which my um I have a co-worker that I always go to about things in life um and I think her advice always helps me but she says you just never know what's happening in somebody else's life Mm -hmm. so if there's ever a negative reaction there's always a reason behind it doesn't mean you're the cause of it but always question yourself what is happening there um and i think that's a good way to uh a a good perspective that you should look into every aspect in your life so i think just like and i think one thing i social media or 
us being able to have access to all this information is learning about awareness about a lot of things that I, we weren't aware of. Even us, like, we, we're not aware of a lot of things because we don't live it, you know. So now I think we're getting more awakening and this information's out there that we can read it uh, just to know, like, there's so many people who suffer in this world, like, so many. And, yeah, because you're not suffering, you have a happy life, doesn't mean you can't still, like, feel compassion for that. But, you know, I think for my Matt, that was what I wanted to end it is, I, I think for me, it's like I've learned that in life there's going to be times where I'm still going to be burned and I'm still going to be screwed over by people because I have been so compassionate and have put myself out there and I have cared and I'm not going to say I'm okay with it because it's going to suck when mm-hmm. it does happen but it's something that I don't want to take away from myself because obviously we want more people to care just to give you know two cents of what is around you Thank you guys for hanging out with me and my sister on my some of my few tips and advice I want to give for my 28th years in this world. Uh, please comment or share. I uh, really am grateful. The best birthday present I could receive is the support of you and you know sitting there and listening to this podcast. Um, if you have any comments, please share them. Uh, I'm very thankful for that, and you know I hope everyone has a great week. Thank you.